Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. Anyone who's been married for a while will tell you that making time for each other really requires some effort, and that's especially true when you have little kids in the home. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. They run our marriage team here at Focus, and let me ask you, Greg, how much did your priorities change after little kiddos came along? You know, in so many ways, but what really stands out to me is I remember this conversation where Aaron said, you know what? It's time that we grow up. <laughs> and, <laughs> Not and, the kids grow up. It's time yeah. for, no. for us to grow yeah. up. Meaning... We were going through some hard times in our marriage, and we were learning how to deal with conflict better and just just we were at the stage where we just we were in a lot of conflict and things weren't going well and we had our oldest daughter Taylor before our second wedding anniversary and so we were not in a place where we were doing well as a married couple and and we just were both strong and strong-headed and stubborn and I'm right you're wrong in and really, I remember Aaron just going, okay, we can't do this. Like, we've got to figure this out. We can't become parents and have to figure out our marriage. So let's go get help. And so that was a big catalyst. Yeah, it was the impetus for, getting, hmm. yeah. for us to get help. Yeah. yeah. And Did you say really... you were the impetus for us getting help? Because no, that would be true. I would, I would give her no. credit. It I was would, your call. I would okay, say so this is an opportunity for you to show how much you've grown over the years. So you can kind of land this one in. We can get on with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are good now. There, there yes. was an impetus to get help, and you got it. Yeah, we it, did. It made a difference. Yeah. And yeah. we grew. Up. And and not everybody needs to go get help to deal with prioritizing their spouse, but everybody does have to be intentional about it, don't you think? They do. And uh, Jim Daly and I talked with Craig Rochelle. He's the senior pastor of Life Church, and Craig talked about prioritizing time with your spouse, especially during busy seasons. Let me ask you about this. Uh, there's stages or phases in marriage, and we all, especially those of us that have been married longer and our kids are getting along in age. Um, talk about that young couple with young kids. Maybe they have two or three children. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 33 and they're losing it because the kids are pulling on mom. It's all about the kids and the demands of being mom. Mm-hmm. Dad's coming home. Uh, maybe they're both working in this mm-hmm. culture today. Mm-hmm. And it just seems overwhelming it does. to both of them. It does. That was the toughest time in our marriage, quite honestly. We had you know six kids, 10 and under, and you know they, we, we were in diapers for so long. I never wanted to see a diaper again. <laughs> you were the kids, live, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good point. And uh, felt like us sometimes. And and so you know that's a really really tough season and, and can be difficult. And here's the challenge: is we're sucked into you know kind of child centered parenting where we, everything is about the children. And that's the time when we have to probably work the hardest to really guard the priority of the marriage relationship. And we think that we're doing the right thing by revolving our whole world around the kids. But the reality is when we don't guard the priority of the marriage relationship, then we're actually hurting the kids in the long term. And so, you know, I really try to work with people then and say, let's do whatever it takes to, you know, have a night alone. And a lot of times you don't have any money when you're that age, you know, you got, and so, 
you know, trade out babysitters or literally, you know, go hire a, you know, 14 year old kid down the street to watch your kids and go in the other room by yourself and have two hours literally in the other room if you can't afford to go out. And just, you know, you have to make the work hard to make the marriage a priority or the kids will absorb everything and then you weaken the, the fabric of the marriage that, that is the strength that you need to keep everything going. Mm. You talk about different uh, aspects of intimacy, uh, that face-to-face fun, mm-hmm. the side-by-side fun, mm-hmm. and belly-to-belly fun, right. <laughs> which if you have small children in the room right now, move them. <laughs> but, but that's what you're talking about. It's right. a different way of couching intimacy, right. emotional, physical. Yeah. Uh, tell me more about what well, you mean by th- that. This is an easy way for people to remember. It's kind of fun. You know, that, that we're going to have fun together as a married couple, and we, we want to have face-to-face, side-to-side, and belly-button to belly-button, and all the men said amen, right? So, <laughs> uh, But face-to-face is so important, generally more so for the women. But I find, man, in my 40s, like, it matters a lot to me. I want face-to-face. I want to know what's going on. And Amy needs to know details. And if we don't connect, we're talking with no interruptions, where we're actually talking hearing what's going on in each other's lives, that's, we're missing out on one of the most intimate things we can do as a couple. Then what a lot of people don't understand is how important side-to-side fun is. Generally speaking, face-to-face means more to the woman. Generally speaking, and not always, but talking. Si- side to, talking, but side-to-side fun means a lot to a man. We want to be doing activities together. And so Amy always tells um, other women, she'll say, Man, if your husband wants to go golfing and you hate golfing, do it every now and then because it means so much to him. If he likes going to a game, one of the great things you can do is go sit by his side and he feels like the king of the world. And men often talk better when someone's at their side than they do face-to-face. We're a little nervous or whatever, but when we're having fun together, then we talk in, in a level that, that often means more to our wives. And then the third type is just belly button to belly button, and that's you know physical intimacy. And I don't want to speak as the authority here, but I will say my wife, Amy, loves to tell women that this is an important ministry of, you know, giving yourself oftentimes, maybe when you don't feel like it is one of the greatest ways to show love. And it creates a snowball effect of emotion. If, if we give emotional affection, then there's often a physical response. If there's a physical affection, there's often an emotional response. And whenever spiritual is leading all of it, then, man, it can be beautiful what you can have in a marriage. And that's, above anything else, that's really what I hope people will hear is you may be in a place right now where you feel like you've got no hope that, you know, this sounds like a fairy tale. And the reality is with the presence of God in your marriage, there is hope. There's always hope. And you can have something very special when both of you are seeking Jesus together. Well, I appreciated Craig's insights, and Aaron, I want to turn to you and just ask um, for you to speak to that couple. They've been listening, and they're thinking, yeah, I get what he's saying, but I, I, I just don't see how we can make this happen. I mean, offer some hope for them. Yeah. it's First and foremost, John, it's recognizing that your marriage being strong and prioritizing your marriage is only going to benefit your children. So it's recognizing that the kids don't become the center of your family, that your marriage is the hub, hmm. that you you prioritize the marriage over the kids. And I know that we've heard that over and over again over the years I have as a mom, you know, prioritize your husband and on and on. But it's true. It is true. And it's awesome for them to see that this 
marriage is important and valuable and there's opportunity for Greg and I to connect. It doesn't have to be just on date nights and big trips or anything like that. We can connect in those everyday moments and, you know, moments where we pass each other in the hallway and our kids are seeing that. They see that this is important, not only to us, but it's important to you as well. I love there was a, a, a quote from a marriage expert, it's one of my favorite of all times, and he says that he routinely reminds his children that his marriage to their mother is the sun, and they're the planets. They orbit his marriage, and it's okay. not the other way around. And a lot of couples accidentally stumble, slow, kind of fade into the kids becoming the sun in their marriage orbits their children. And that's the priority. And that's what we have to battle because kids do demand a lot of time. I'm not suggesting that they don't, Yeah, but that's a message that, that our kids need to understand exactly what Aaron's saying. I'm going to reference somebody that talks about finances, but there's a parallel and you'll hear it. Um, you know, <laughs> Dave Ramsey, uh, famously has said, you know, it's time to amputate the Tahoe. You know, you got to do something drastic. So let's say husband or wife are listening to this and they're thinking, uh, you, we are, we're in over our heads with commitments for these kids. Is it time to kind of do something drastic or well, should we just kind of scale it back step by step? I, I think it's exactly what Aaron was saying, that your marriage being strong is in your children's best interests. Mm-hmm. Everybody wins when your marriage is strong. No one is going to win if all your time, effort, and energy is in your kids. That, that, that's the pull. And, and it's, it just doesn't get your family where it needs to be. And what we see a lot is that couples then get into this routine that they try to survive from date night to date night or from you know, vacation to vacation. So we'll, we'll go on a date and then three months we'll just survive and we'll do everything for the kids, but then we'll go on another date or another vacation. And we'll act like everything's fine. Right. And then sadly it puts way too much pressure on that big activity and it's got to be perfect. It's got to make up for all the missed time and it just doesn't work versus looking for little small ways to connect as Aaron was talking about. I mean, passing each other in the hallway and giving each other a kiss in front of our kids or taking five minutes just to go, kids, hold on. Okay, how was your day? Like if we're seated at the dinner table, there's no reason why we can't go, hey, right now you guys start eating. Mom and dad are going to have a conversation. <laughs> it's okay. Your kids are are not going to be damaged. As a matter of fact, you're teaching them how to be married mm-hmm. by by modeling those yeah. kinds of mm-hmm. things. That's okay. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be about their day. It can just be about, hey, kids, yeah, just keep shoveling in the mac and cheese <laughs> and don't, <laughs> don't talk for a moment because mom and I are going to have a conversation. I like that. And then just carry it on longer than they can possibly stand and maybe they'll <laughs> clean up the kitchen while they're waiting for you. Or just gauge it for yeah. how long does it take to eat a bowl of mac and cheese and that's how long you have to connect. That's great. That's a connection. So start somewhere, but start mm-hmm. today. That's the encouragement I'm hearing from y'all. Well, you might need to really need to get some further input on this because you're stressed out. I mean, even just the thought of doing something about this stresses you out. If that's the case, please know here at Focus on the Family, we have caring Christian counselors, and uh, it'd be a privilege for us to set up a free consultation for them to give you a call and uh, talk things through, offer some suggestions, talk about resources. We have so many great resources here. Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family, 800 232 6459. 
And of course, we would recommend Pastor Craig Groeschel's book, From This Day Forward, Five Commitments to Fail-Proof Your Marriage. We'll send it to you when you make a generous contribution of any amount to this ministry today. You'll find these resources and more at focusonthefamily.com slash marriagepodcast. Well, next time, more from Craig Rochelle. And on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the rest of the team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. 